Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of TU Fantasy Talk. My name is Liam Gianelli, your host. I'm along with my co-hosts, Johnny Zawizlak and Brandon Raj. We usually have one more with us, Edan Castillo, but he cannot be with us today, but hopefully he's back with us next week. So just the gist of the show is talking about fantasy, giving you the best advice possible, doing everything we can to help you win your league. Same with us. We're all in leagues together. So advice will go pass on to each other. And just daily, sometimes daily schedule for Saturdays is breaking down Thursday's game or takeaways, previewing all Sunday's games, Sunday night and Monday night. And again, once again, giving us your, your, our best advice for you. So first game on the schedule, we already saw Dallas 31. I mean, my bad, Tampa Bay 31, Dallas 29. What a game. Offensive firepower from both sides. Tom Brady aged like fine wine. Four touchdowns, two interceptions. And then Dak, again, three touchdowns, one interception. Didn't miss a beat. And if again, it looks like he's going to repeat last year's performance as a QB1 and maybe break the record. So now the question is, Zeke, Johnny, how do we approach Zeke? Should we be panicking after this week one performance? You know, Zeke had a pretty rough go of it last year. You know, we thought it was because of the injured O-line, like the, the COVID restrictions and stuff like that. But I'm starting to get a little worried. I, I was I was a guy that was not touching Zeke in any of my fantasy drafts, but I I would be pretty worried. All right. Yeah, no, I'm 110% agree with you. Zeke definitely should be worried about. Um, now, for Tampa Bay side of the ball, we saw Godwin have a good game. Vintage AB. And now, what about Mike Evans? Three fantasy points. Brandon? Yeah, that's disappointing. That's disappointing. Uh, and even the opportunities, they were there. Brady was throwing it to Mike Evans at times. He could not come down with the ball. The small deflections were even getting in his head. He could not bring down anything, it seemed like. I would be worried on Mike Evans, especially with AB and Godwin putting on a show. Even Gronk with a way better performance. I don't know. It's not looking great for Mike Evans. I was never high on him to begin with, but this game just just showed it off. I mean, I I agree with you. I mean, I think he could possibly be the fourth, maybe even fifth passing option because Leonard Fournette had more receiving yards than Mike Evans did. He did. I mean, he... That's another thing. Like, it it almost seems like he could be the fourth or fifth option, and some people drafted Mike Evans as the first option. Exactly. Yeah, Mike Evans, again, a touchdown dependent receiver. We saw him last year go off. And then, again, A.B. And then the backfield of Tampa Bay shows a mess. Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. We saw Ronald Jones get sent to the doghouse after that fumble, and Leonard Fournette ran. So, again, that's just a backfield. That's crappy. I would stay away from. Don't think about starting right away. And then Cooper and Lamb, again, both two elite receivers. Lamb lived up to the potential. Four drops. Not worried. Again, that's a tough little uh, secondary in Tampa. So, it should be interesting to see. And now the first game of Sunday, we're going to break down, again, go through all of this real quick. We like, don't like. Uh, just questions out. The Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons. I think this has shootout written all over it. Yep. Calvin Ridley, I think this is a smash spot. And if Edan was here, this kid said Kyle Pitts will be the best receiver <laughs> in uh, Atlanta. I don't know how I feel about that. But Johnny, Jalen Hurts, what's your thoughts on this game? We're just overall I, season. I think he's a must start for the game one against the Falcons. I mean, the, the, this Falcons defense has been one of the worst in the past two or three years. And I, I, I think. I think you can easily guarantee Jalen Hurts rushes for over 60 yards and passes for over 250. I mean, and I, I, would, write, I would write him up for two passing touchdowns and a rushing one as well. I mean, that Falcons defense and secondary is just awful. All right, yeah, I know. I can't agree with you. And then Miles Sanders, Brandon, how are you approaching him on Sunday? You know, I'm not – me personally, I'm not too big on him, but I'm starting anyone that I can offensively for both of these teams. I think it's going to be super high scoring. Both of the defenses are not very reliable, and especially at Atlanta. So 
I'm expecting a very high-scoring game. So start your people. If you're on the fringe about it, put them in your lineup. I said it's worth the risk. Uh, yeah, I guess, again, again, I said Rin. Shootout Rin all over it. I love Calvin Ridley. I think he's going to finish wide receiver one this week. That's my bold prediction all over that. Um, Steelers, Bills, the next game we're going to cover. Out of the three receivers from last year, Deontay, Johnson, Jace Claypool, and Juju, who would you start, Brandon? Just one of those out of those three. I'm not big on Juju. Um, I would actually go Deontay. Okay. I don't know. I'm not high on either Juju or Claypool. I think for me it would go Deontay, Claypool, Juju. I drafted Juju last year. Big mistake. So I'm not going down that road again. That's, that's what I'm thinking. And for Buffalo, again, you're not Pittsburgh elite D, but Josh Allen I don't think has matchup proofs anymore. I think, he has, I think he's just, again, whoever he plays, he's going to put up 20, 30 fantasy points. But uh, Manuel Sanders has been ruled out already. So, Stephon Diggs, how he's going to perform? I mean, we saw what he did last year in his first year in Buffalo. Absolutely amazing. He was one of the best receivers in fantasy last year. And I, I yes, this Steelers defense is very good, and it's going to be very hard to put up like top five wide receiver numbers for this week. But I, you, obviously, you have to start him. And maybe you're not going to get the production that you'll see later on in the season. But I mean, I still think he can put up. 15, 20 points this week for you on for your fantasy team. Yeah, Stephon Diggs, again, he had crazy. The PPR monster, they call him. Again, I don't know how I feel about him this year. Gabriel Davis kind of broke out towards the end of the year, so he probably get a lot more targets. Again, Singletary and Moss, that one-two punch in the backfield. It depends. Buffalo's always known for run-heavy offense, but last year with Allen breaking out, you see a lot more passing. AFC South showdown is next as Jacksonville heads into Houston. Trevor Lawrence's first career start against this horrible, horrible Texans secondary. Trevor Lawrence is a sleeper quarterback to start this week. I, I tried picking up in one of my leagues because I have um, a conflict between starting Joe Burrow and Sam Darnold, which we'll touch later when we get to those games. But, again, LaVishka Chenault, DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, just a loaded receiving core. Do you feel confident starting all three of them if you have them in any league? I, I think Marvin Jones is a pretty sleeper wide receiver star for this week. I mean, he, he showed flashes when he was in Detroit that he could be a good wide a good wide receiver to or a flex option, and I, I think that he I think a lot of people are sleeping on him. I mean, he's not going to put up wide receiver one numbers, but I think he could be a very good flex or wide receiver two option this week. Yeah. Uh, then James Robinson again, prayers up for Travis Henson. You never want to see a rookie go down, especially if Johnny drafted him in his dynasty league. Yeah, oh crap. <laughs> um, but James Robinson, I think, boosts right up to running high end running back two value, maybe even running back one. Brandon, if would is you, would you try and trade for James Robinson? What do you think his outlook on the season is going to be? If you could get him low before this game, send your offers in now because I predict it right now the Jaguars are going to blow out the Texans. That's what I'm saying right now. It's not even going to be close. They have Tyrod Taylor at their starting quarterback. No disrespect to him, but it is not going to be pretty. So if you can get him right now, send in low ball offers. I'm saying he might go off this game. Yeah, again, you only have uh, 24 hours to do that before this game starts, so good luck again, Robinson. And it's a favorable game script for him. The next game, Los Angeles Chargers at the Washington football team. We have a Chargers fan next to me, that is Brandon. <laughs> but Austin Eckler did, not, did practice in some capacity yesterday. Head coach Brandon Stanley did say he was uh, optimistic he would play. He is listed at question on the uh, injury report. So, Johnny, just in case there's a – Hit the red button in emergency if Echo doesn't play. You have any other running backs and any other teams that you like over him? On any other teams? Yeah, just just running back that could fill the hole for Eckler. I don't know. I, I it 
it's so tough because it depends on like who you have on your bench and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I think if you can get James Robinson, like we just talked about him, I, I really like James Robinson against the Texans. Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders as well is another good option. But um, I, 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 I think I think Eckler will be good to go. You know, I mean, I wasn't high on Eckler going against Washington in the first place, and now that he has his hamstring issue, we'll have to see. But I, I don't know. It, it'll be risky with Eckler this week. What was I say? Yeah, I know. Brands not like what I'm, what I'm about to say, but oh, I, I would be I would be conflicted starting Justin Herbert. Again, it's so hard watching football team defense. I think they're going to get to Herbert a couple times. I know they beefed up the O-line in Los Angeles. But, again, you still have Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Aaron Payne. Yeah, this team is just crazy on in the interior D-line. So I would, just be, I would start him, but just be like, okay, he doesn't do well. Don't panic. And for Washington, Curtis Samuel was placed in the IR. So that's three weeks gone. I think Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin stock rise all the way up. Yeah. So those two people you should be confident, especially if you have Scary Terry. He's going to be the target hog. You should be feel good about him. Yeah. And then next game, Seahawks and Colts. Carson Wentz will get the start on the center for Indianapolis. No T.Y. Hilton. Where does Michael Pittman rank in just, just see, uh, these couple games that T.Y.'s gone, Brandon? I think, you know, it's going to be hard to fill that role for sure, but I like Michael Pittman a lot. So I think that this could be a really good opportunity for him to really show what he's all about. So if he puts up numbers against the Seahawks, who – can't be hit or miss with their defense, but if, if he can put up good numbers against the Seahawks, that's an amazing opportunity for him in fantasy. I would look for him on either waivers. He probably won't be on waivers, but I'm just saying try and trade for him. Keep an eye out. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with him. Pittman probably should be on waivers, but if some people know what they're doing in fantasy, he's going to snag. And again, Seattle, this Colts defense a little uh, sneaky good. I would They had an up and down last year, but you have DeForest Buckner in a D-line. Darius Leonard is playing, I believe. He did practice again yesterday. Uh, Tyler Lockyer, DK Metcalf. Do you think this is a bust week for Lockett or boom, Johnny? Uh, this is definitely a bust week for Tyler Lockett. I'm, <laughs> I am not high on Tyler Lockett. Never really have been. Always been more of a DK kind of guy. I mean, it almost seems like Tyler Lockett gets all of his fantasy points within three weeks of the 17-week season. He always goes off for 43 times. But I, I don't, I, this Colts defense is really good. They got a really good secondary. I I would say this is a bust week for Tyler Lockett. All right, next game, the uh, revenge game for Sam Darnold as he heads as the New York Jets head to Carolina to take on his former team. I again, we talked about it earlier. Who do I start? Just a question for both of you: Darnold or Burrow? I I think you go Darnold. I I this this Jets defense is just not good. And I I honestly. I'm, I've, I've been more of a Donald guy myself. This is, like you said, a revenge game. I think he could show a lot in this game. Also, he's reunited with Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson was one of my starts of the week this week, you know, getting reunited with his former quarterback against their former team. I mean, who knows what could happen? Robbie Anderson, yeah, against his former team. I totally forgot about that. He's going to be a target hog. But DJ Moore, Brandon, DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson? Oh, that's, that's a tricky one. I Just because Sam Donald has that previous connection, I'm going to go – Bobby Anderson, but it's um, it's it's hard. It's hard to say. Those two are very close in my eyes. I think the Carolina Panthers are going to do great against the Jets. They might be really sneaky good this season. I don't know. If Sam Darnold develops the way that he was supposed to be out of the draft, they could be really good and an interesting team to watch. Yeah, I said that. I thought that was the perfect team for Darnold to go to. Young O-line, young defense, 
great receivers, I think, and more in Robinson. Definitely underrated. Terrence Marshall, the rookie, can have a breakout season. So I think this is a perfect position for um, Cendron to thrive in. And now, again, Edan's not here. What about Corey Davis? He is praising him. I've seen people praising him over Twitter, too, and just fantasy analysts. I'm not seeing it. Are you seeing something else different, Johnny? I mean, if you if you do look at the numbers, it's he has very similar numbers to, Cal, to Calvin Ridley did before his breakout year the other year. But, I mean, that, that could just be people looking deep into things. I, I'm not super high on him. I don't think he's going to have as great of a year as Edan was saying. Edan was saying he's going to win him our league this year, which I just – I don't see that. I don't see that at all. It, it, I, yes, he could be a good flex option, maybe get you 12, 11 points a week, but he's not He's not going to get you wide receiver two, wide receiver one, anywhere close to that numbers. Yeah, no, I don't think he's going to get wide receiver one status, but he, Johnny said perfectly. I think he's low on flex at best. Next game, Minnesota-Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's first game back from his torn ACL, and he goes against a really good edge rushers in Minnesota. Secondary is not great, so that leaves T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. And that's the question from Brandon. Out of those three players, who do you feel most confident starting, Chase, Higgins, or Boyd? 100% I am starting T. Higgins. I, I'm putting T. Higgins Thank above you. a lot of other people, and I actually got this question earlier whether or not to start T. Higgins or Odell. And I'm going T. Higgins at the flex. I think that he can have a really good week. Him and Joe Burrow had that great connection last year. He looked like the number one option in Cincinnati. And I think T. Higgins is bound to have a great year. So don't sleep on T. Higgins. And then we have the Mixon dilemma again. Every drafting Joe Mixon high, call him a bust, all that. Again, this is that Bengals online is horrendous. I'm a Giants fan, and that's online's worse than ours. Uh, how do you approach Joe Mixon? If he has a boom boom week the first two weeks, do we sell high on him or we buy low on him? I think you 100% sell high on Mixon. People have been praising for year, how many years now that Mixon going to have a breakout year, going to be a, a top five running back this, this year. It, I, I just don't see it. I've never been high on Mixon. Even even when he had his breakout year three, four years ago, whenever that was, it, I, I'm not high on him, and I will never be high on him. If he has a good week this week against Minnesota, sell high. I'm telling you that right now. Sell high. Yeah. All right, uh, and Brandon, we know about your uh, Mixon trade in the other league. Want to talk yeah. about that for a second, what you did? Yeah, I was able to get rid of – I mean, I was able to get Joe Mixon first for Gaskin and uh, Damian – no, I didn't even give up Damian Harris. That was a, I gave up someone that's on waivers right now for Joe Mixon, so I bought him super low and was able to sell him for uh, Godwin. So – I think I ended up winning that trade. Yeah, I did too. After Godwin's performance. After Godwin's performance especially, I think that was great. Sell Joe Mixon. Unless you're a Bengals fan, it's not going to look great this year. You're going to be biting your nails every single game, hoping that the O-line does something. Yeah, and then Minnesota said, well, Adam Thielen's getting older in age, but I think he's still a touchdown-dependent wide receiver. Uh, Jefferson, second year. Again, maybe a little sophomore slump. Their schedule's not favorable for Jefferson. Going against a lot of cornerback ones. Again, Jari Alexander twice a year. Uh, Bengals, Mackenzie Alexander's not terrible. Definitely more underrated corner. So just be careful starting him. Dalvin Cook should feast over Cincinnati. So don't hesitate starting him. And now next team, Arizona, Tennessee. Again, I like these both teams a lot. Both air heavy offenses now with Julio Jones in the fold for Tennessee. I don't know if this really takes away from Derrick Henry. He's just an animal when he gets the ball. He just stiff arms. He looked like Josh Norman last year. Went flying. So I wonder worry about Henry. Julio, O.J. Brown, good start. But for Arizona, 
I've seen a Kyler Murray should be good. D Hop is all right. What are, what's your thoughts on AJ Green? I saw some people having him as flex this year. I don't know. I, I I'd love to say that AJ Green is going to be able to put up those flex numbers. I was I was a big AJ Green fan when he was in uh, Cincinnati, but I, I just don't know if he has it anymore, which is unfortunate because he's one, he was used to be one of the best jump ball wide receivers in the league, and and now he's paired with D Hop, another best jump ball receiver in the league. But I I just don't think he has it anymore. Yeah, and just talking about flex again, Chase Edmonds was taken in some leagues, and James Conner as well. I mean, that's the one-two punch in Arizona. Again, Connor's more of the goal line back. So should we be worried about Edmonds being a touchdown dependent running back or just thrive on him PPR wise? Yeah, I I think he could be pretty good PPR wise this year. I mean he he's shown he can catch the ball out of backfield and after after he makes a catch he can get a lot of yards. And I don't I think he could be a pretty good flex option, but I, I I'm not super high on him. I'm not saying you should give up the give up the farm to go get him, but I think if you can get him for pretty low, I think you should try and trade for him and use him as a flex option. All right, next game, San Fran, Detroit, the last 1 o'clock game for Sunday tomorrow. And then I think it's going to be a blowout. I think San Fran beats up with Detroit. Detroit's receivers, three of the starting receivers haven't caught a ball in the NFL yet. And some of them are over, like, 23. So what does that tell you? Uh, I think DeAndre Swift has a terrible matchup this week. That healthy San Fran D. The O-line's good enough for Detroit, but DeAndre Swift... I just one of you guys have him in your league. I have I have DeAndre Swift in a couple of leagues. Yeah. So are you worried about him this week? I'd I'd say I'm a little worried. I I, I think um, they, they they're gonna have to give him the ball because like you said they have a bunch of nobodies receiving wise. I mean I, yes the focus will probably be on him. The, the the defensive plan will probably be to focus on him, but I, I still think he'll be able to get the ball into his hands. Hopefully he'll be able to receive it out of the backfield a little bit, get some PPR points there, but. We'll have to see. And then the other side of the ball, San Fran. My star of the week is Brandon Ayuk. Oh, I was going to say that. Brandon, you want to just break him down for you? Of course. I think if you can, if you have him on your team right now, I would put him at either flex or wide receiver two right now. He's got great potential this week. This is a very favorable matchup. I think he might explode. I'm looking at my bold prediction is at least 10 receptions, one touchdown at minimum. I think that he's going to have a field day against the Lions. Seriously, don't sleep on him. Put him at your flex. If you're on the debate whether or not to start him, do it. Just pull the trigger. And then another good uh, player to start this week is Raheem Mostert. That line's defense isn't that good. So if you have Raheem the dream. Yeah, he, he, was, he was my start of the week this week for running back-wise. I mean, I think he, I think he could go off. Um, I mean, we saw flashes of it before he got hurt at the beginning of last year. He looked like he was going to be a, a dominant running back for the entire season. But unfortunately, he got hurt and things didn't go his way. But I, I think now that he's healthy going against this Lions defense, which gave, which gave up the fifth most rushing yards last year. I mean, I, I think that he's a must-start for you, uh, for any fantasy owners that have him. Yeah, and I think Trey Sermon should get a couple snaps, and I think the San Fran's going to be playing up most games, so favorable game script for Sermon and see what you can get out of him. Hopefully Mostert doesn't go down, So I think he has a really good schedule this year to really be true running back, too, so fingers crossed. And then the 4 o'clock games are stacked for four great games in yep. fantasy purpose. Cleveland-Kansas City, the rematch the divisional game last year. Everybody thought Cleveland upset Kansas City. Nope. Can't count Chad Henney yet. Uh, Mahomes, except I think Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Clyde Ritz-Hilaire, all them are good. But now Odell Beckham Jr., Kevin Stefanski kind of never made it clear. He was kind of smokescreening the reporters if OBJ would be on a limited snap count or if he would even play. He has not taken contact to his knee yet or just in general. So how are we approaching OBJ this week, Brandon? I'm not taking the risk on OBJ. I'm just not. I don't think that he's even set up with a good matchup this week, yet alone for the season. I don't take OBJ 
his injury and whatever he's dealing with right now is so hidden. So it's not worth the risk for me. I'm not starting OBJ. All right, and then just Cleveland, you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. Those are two good running backs you can start, no doubt. And now Denver Giants. I'm a Giants fan, so it's going to be a really stressful game tomorrow. I really just want to shut up all the Denver fans I've seen over social media. So, Johnny, just who you like and don't like in this game. And then we'll touch on the Saquon after we talk about your likes and dislikes. Um, For Broncos-wise, I mean, I, I like Jerry Judy. I mean, I, th- I think... He had a little bit of a rough year last year, but I think he can have a bounce back year this year. And he has something to prove, you know. And I think maybe he might be a little bit of a risk, but I think you could definitely look out for him and try and get him. And also, I'm I'm really high on Kenny Galladay. I've been a very high guy on Kenny Galladay for a long time, ever since he was drafted by the Lions. I, I think and I think he could put up some solid wide receiver two numbers this week. All right, yeah, I agree. Uh, we don't know who's going to get Judy. It could be Adore Jackson or James Bradbury. Just keep an eye on that. Just, just uh, Judy played the slot a lot last year. So if they're going to put him in a slot, that's one of the Giants' weaknesses on the defense as Darnay Holmes kind of been getting beat. He guarded up Lamb pretty well, but Judy, is, I think, can be better than Lamb. But we'll see come tomorrow. Hopefully Darnay clamps him up if he plays the slot. And now Saquon Barkley, the biggest question mark, I think, going into week one. Uh, Coach Joe Judge did say he cleared all hurdles and is is listed as questionable to play tomorrow, but is on the right side questionable to play. We don't know if a snap count or anything. I think it's just so hard not to play him just due to his, his boom potential, his explosiveness, his athleticism, all that. Brandon, I know me and you both have him in the yeah. league. You convinced me to get him, so I'm hoping you're right. I'm hoping too, but again, do you have any just hesitation starting him? I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared, I'm not going to lie. We all know what he could be. But I don't know if he's there yet. So this matchup is going to be a close game. I don't know how much they're going to be running or if they're going to be throwing a lot. Yeah. But I do like Saquon. If you're, especially since most people are drafting him in the first round, there's no reason not to start him. I say start him this week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just again, that's probably the riskiest start you can take this week. Hopefully he lives out to it because I need him to. I'm already down 30 in a fantasy because Brady. So I need Saquon to go off. And Zeke screwed me. Uh, Green Bay Saints being played in Jacksonville um, tomorrow due to Hurricane Ida destroying New Orleans. Can't play there. Prayers up there, but he gets um, safe again. Aaron Rodgers back last dance season. Devontae Adams, all that. Aaron Jones, I think, is good. But Jameis Winston gets a start. Michael Thompson's out. This is lost Jared Cook. Alvin Kamara, I think, is the best player to start. But Marquise Callaway has been against some recognition. Johnny, what do you think of Callaway? I absolutely love Callaway. I have him stashed on my bench in one of my leagues. I am so high on him right now. I, th- I think he has boom potential for yep. many of the coming weeks here for uh, fantasy-wise. I think you-, you should all be on the lookout for him. Yeah, yeah but the question is now, again, in Callaway is the only receiver there, but he's going to get – cornered up by cornerback ones now like he gets jari alexander tomorrow maybe you're not starting him tomorrow but definitely down the stretch definitely down the stretch i think there's a couple of favorable matchups coming up later on i mean because thomas is out till at least at least after week six so there's going to be a couple good matchups for him to get especially since jared cook is out too yeah they lost lost jared cook and they also cut latavius murray so tony jones jr i think just in case camara goes down is a good bench spot if not, he's probably available in much deeper leagues. And the last 425 game is Tua versus Mac Jones, the Alabama quarterback rivalry. I've, I don't like a lot of players on either side. I think both defenses are good. Miles Gaskin, Damian Harris. Uh, who's going to be better running back tomorrow? 
I don't know. I, I've I've never been that high on Gaskin or Harris, but it's it's a crapshoot here. I, I'll, I'll say Gaskin. I, th- I think he could be the best running back tomorrow. I'm not, mm. not going to put up high numbers by any means. I'm on the other side of the spectrum. I think Damian Harris is bound to have a good week. I don't think the Patriots have nearly as enough wide receiver weapons as the Dolphins do. I think they're going to be running it through Damian Harris this whole game. All right, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, Johnny. I'm going with Brandon. I think Damon Harris can have a better game. I mean, that's fair. I I I, I mean, I, I I could see the potential in that, but I don't know. I, I think Gaskin he showed flashes last year. I mean, he had a couple games where he put up twenty twenty five points. I mean, there are other times where he completely busted, but I, I think he could put up some solid RB two numbers this week. Was this? Yeah, I know, but again, Malcolm Brown's there, engine for touches. Salvin Ahmad. Is there too? We saw in the preseason of be a committee. Damian Harris. They traded away Sony Michelle. I think for a reason. They think they trust Harris yep. and his potential. So that's why I'm going with him. And the first Sunday night football game there is Chicago heading to the Los Angeles Rams and SoFi. Andy Dalton does get the start. So all fantasy owners are shaking their heads. Like Fields get the start for A Rob. How are we approaching A Rob against Jalen Ramsey this week, Brandon? Well, first of all, he's a must start. You're starting him regardless, in my opinion. Um, that's going to be a really hard matchup. I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all, but I think that he can edge him out. I think there's only so many opportunities that you can play defense perfectly, and I think that it's bound to end up with multiple receptions and maybe even a touchdown. So start Allen Robinson. I have him in one of my leagues. I'm going against him in another league, so it would be interesting to see if he just offsets. And then the Rams, uh, Sony Michelle's there, Daryl Henderson. I would just stay away from that backfield until we see we get week one. But who's going to be the better Rams receiver tomorrow, Cooper Cup or Robert Woods? I'm a big Cooper Cup guy. I love Cooper yep. Cup. I've, I've, I have never been that high on Robert Woods. I think Cooper Cup, he showed flashes before he tore his ACL. He could, he could have been a top 15 wide receiver in fantasy, even top 12. But I, I, think, I think now he's starting to get fully healthy again. I, I think this is a bounce-back year for Cooper Cup. All right, yeah, I agree. I do I like Robert Woods in PPR, but I think Cooper Cup has the better, um, uh, higher ceiling. And then Ravens Raiders to wrap up week one on Monday night in Las Vegas. Ravens backfield just have been a mess the past 12 days as they lost J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill. Marcus Peters not in the, sec- in the secondary, not the backfield. Still, torn ACLs everywhere. They signed Latavius Murray. They signed Bell. They have Tyson Williams starting. I would just stay away from that backfield again. If anything, I'm sort of Tyson Williams. He has the most familiarity with the playbook and what the um, schemes are. Lamar stock goes all the way up. Just going to run through him. He's just going to rush for so many yards. He's, he's, the, he's the RB1. Lamar is the RB1. Let's face it. I mean, he's, I, I just don't – it's also just so wild. Like, they have to be, like, playing on the golf balls or something on that practice. They're just going for each other's kneecaps. It's wild how many tornado seals they have. Yeah, I, I traded for Lamar for a reason, so – and now, and I think my sit of the week comes down to Josh Jacobs. This is a really tough Ravens front seven, and I think this line in Vegas definitely um, lost some key dish, key people. I, Ronnie Hudson, I think is gone. It took a reach in Alec Leatherwood, who I think is going to take a while to develop raw, raw talent. So Jacobs, I don't think is the, is the play. Um, I don't even know who the receivers are in Vegas. That's how bad they are. I think this is going to be a bad offense game for Vegas, and it's going to take a while. But what about Darren Waller? Do you think he'll be better than George Kittle this week? This week? Yeah. I think he will be. Especially with Brandon Ayuk probably getting, in my opinion, a breakout start. I think that Darren Waller is their only option, really. If you're eliminating Josh Jacobs in the run game, I think Darren Waller could go off. I really do. 
Well, I want to take my bold prediction of the year is that Darren Wall finishes his tight end one over Travis Kelsey. Well, that is bold. Wow. Yeah, that is bold. I, that is I'm, very bold. I'm I don't telling you, I've seen everybody Travis Kelsey going in the first round. That's not a surprise. I think the more surprise is people actually taking Waller in a second or even early third, realizing his potential. So now for your questions from us. Brandon, would you like to pull them up for us? Yep, we got some questions. I know the first one we have is just overall, who is your sleeper flex position this week? Sleeper flex this week? Oh, sleeper, sleeper, sleeper. LaVishka Chanel. I like Chanel. He's again, he's been using the backfield in some different couple schemes. Just I think he's a, a gadget guy. I think you could put him anywhere, and he's gonna do well in Jacksonville. I think he's gonna find the end zone again against this horrible Texan secondary. So I think he's my sleeper play. And I'm actually gonna go with a different receiver on the same team. I, I like Marvin Jones this week. I mean, I think he I said I said it earlier. I think he's a sleeper flex for the entire year. Mm-hmm. I think I think especially this week, I think he's a uh, sleeper pick for week one. That's good. Yeah, for me, it's it's all about T. Higgins. I think if you can put T. Higgins in at your flex, I think you're going to have a good week. You're going to have a great, great week. Um, next question we have is, which rookie will have the best week one? Best week one? Best week one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take – I know I'm an Eagles fan, and it might seem a little biased, but I'm going to go Devontae Smith. I think I think he has a great chance to be offensive rookie of the year. This Atlanta Falcons defense is absolutely awful. I mean, I'm sure the Falcons are going to try and contain Hurts a little bit, try and keep him in the pocket. So he's going to have to throw the ball. There's not many receivers to throw the ball to yeah. at the, with the Eagles. So I think uh, Devontae Smith will be the best rookie. All right, I'm going to um, stay in the off. Well, obviously in the offense side of the ball, but I'm going to go Najee Harris from Pittsburgh. I think that they draft him for a reason. I think they're leaning towards more run heavy. He's the only back there right now that has any recognition. I think Anthony McFarland and they they released Jane Samuels, so no more just PPR back from Jane Samuels. I think Najee is going to blast you, um, Buffalo. Their front sevens, eh, mid. There's more of a secondary team with Tyron Johnson, Tre'Davious White, and Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. But I think Najee Harris is going to have a really, really good week, and you should feel confident starting him. Yeah, that's great. All right, next question we have is Mike Davis. Or Jamar Chase? Mike Davis or Jamar Chase? Um, you want to go first? <laughs> I got it. I got it. Uh, I, I like Mike Davis. And that's, it's not, that's not me saying I like Mike Davis. That's just because I don't like Jamar Chase. I mean, there was that one report that he said about uh, how it's tougher to catch the football because he can't see the white on the ends of it. And in, in the NFL, I, I saw one report he was asked after practice about – because yeah, I think he had a couple drops. Someone asked him what happened. He was like, it's harder to see the NFL football than it is the college football. So that, that's a little worrisome. Yeah, that's never something you want to hear from your your future franchise player. I'm, I'm sure of that. Yeah, so. I'm going to go Mike Davis too. I know they signed Wayne Gallman. That's a little um, annoying because I really liked Mike Davis. I drafted him in a lot of leagues just in the seventh round because I liked his upside and being the only lead back. But I would still feel confident in him being involved in the passing game more than Gallman. All right, yeah, that, that's a good take. All right, here's we, we got one more, and then I have one for you guys that I, I want to get the answer to. So this is the last one submitted. We have Kenny Galladay in the flex or Juju and Sermon. Uh, well, he said Galladay. I love Galladay. I, well, I'm going to disagree. I don't like Galladay this week. It's a tough – he's coming off a hamstring injury. He even said it yesterday, and it really pissed me off as a Giants fan. He said it. He's not 100% tomorrow. And he thinks the Giants' offense can get up for a slow start, which I hopefully it's just smoke screening to mess with Denver. 
But again, that's just a tough secondary. Sertain, Ronald Darby, Bryce Callahan, Justin Simmons. I don't know how I feel about Galladay tomorrow. I think I don't. I Juju or Sermon. I, maybe Trey Sermon again. I think the game script favors him and run the ball a lot more. Maybe he'll find the end zone in garbage time. Yeah, totally. If for me, it's just don't start Juju. That's my advice of the week. Don't start Juju. Okay, you can put that on everything. Put it on a T-shirt. Whatever you want to do. We'll be watching the game tomorrow and Juju's going to score. And Brian's going to be sitting there like, ah. Uh. Uh, he'll make me eat my words, I'm sure of it. The one year I don't draft him. Anyway, here's my last question for both of you guys. Which quarterback, rookie quarterback, do you think will have the best season? You know, if you would have asked me this in April, I would have said Justin Fields. Because I was, I was banging on him starting right off, right off the start. But now I'm going to be saying... Uh, I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence. I know it's the um, not the, po- the popular pick, and it's just the obvious pick, but he is just has the talent. I think Jacksonville does thrive. I think he's the QB to drive in Jacksonville and bring him back to the glory days. Not a Super Bowl, but maybe to see the playoffs and win the AFC South a couple times. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Zach Wilson here. I mean, I think yeah. that Jets team is pretty bad. That O-line's pretty bad. But, I mean, he's got Corey Davis. And I, we've seen the arm that that man has. I mean, he... He can sling the ball. I think if he can get into a groove and he can stay calm and that O-line can protect him for just a little bit, I, I, I think it could surprise some people this year. Okay, yeah, that, that's for Zach sure. Zach Wilson, jeez. Okay. Zach Wilson, that's a wild pick. I mean, I'm going with someone that's not even going to be starting right away, but I think it's Justin Fields just because of his running upside. I think he could be fantastic. The big question is when he's going to start and if he will, but given the opportunity that he does start, I think he will end up Playing really well. He might be uh, in a halftime after um, on Sunday night. If Darwin plays really bad, I can see Fields going in a halftime. Again, it's a tough defensive matchup. So that was all fantasy-related questions and just overall show. And now we're getting to our game picks for the week that we'll usually always do. So first game, Eagles-Falcons. Falcons. Falcons are blowing. No, they're not blowing anyone out. Uh, This is going to be a close one, but a very high-scoring game. I'm going Falcons. Look at him. Uh, Look at him. Uh, we got the <laughs> Eagles face. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I just, I, I think the fa- that Falcons defense is so bad, but so is the Eagles. I, I, I'm going to go Eagles. I'm going to go Eagles. I'm going to stick with my gut, say Eagles. It might seem a little biased, but <laughs> I'm going Eagles. I'm going Atlanta. And now uh, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yep, Buffalo, for Buff- sure. Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. Consensus pick there. Jacksonville, Houston. Jaguars. 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 All right. There's, there's a chance that Texans team doesn't win a game this year, honestly. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's going to go 0-16? Who has better chance? I, I Houston, or, Houston or Detroit? Texans. Texans. Oh, man. 100%. 100%. Uh, Chargers football team. Let me go first on this, all right? It's going to be the Chargers, okay? Liam's going to tell you it's the football team. I know no, he's going to no, say. No, I, I no, I'm saying the Chargers. Oh, you're saying? I'm oh, saying the Chargers. Oh, wow. Are we getting a three for three? Yeah, I'm, I'm going Chargers here. We're today. going Chargers. Okay. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't like the quarterback situation in Washington. Uh, Seattle, Indianapolis. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Seattle. Maybe it might surprise a couple of people. I, I just. I. I think Russell Wilson, DK, and Tyler Lockett. I, I think the three of them can outdo uh, Carson Wentz. You know, there's some uncertainty there. New quarterback. I mean, he had that dilemma with Michael Pittman when he first got traded there about their jersey number. So I mean. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Seattle here. Yeah, I'm going for the sleeper pick, and I'm going for the Colts. I think they're going to win uh, just off defense alone. 
I think that they're going to have a couple of sacks, a couple of fumble recoveries. Plus their Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's going to be a really big upset for this week. So stay on the lookout. What do you think, Liam? I say Indianapolis, too. I think they'll get the Wilson's head and just make him throw the ball away like he usually does. Uh, Jets, Panthers. Panthers. Panthers, yep. Panthers. Panthers for sure. Minnesota, Cincinnati. I'm going to say Cincinnati. I do, too. I'm high on T. Higgins. I'm sure you guys know that for now, but... I can't do Cincinnati. That whole line's so bad. I'm going Minnesota. Okay. Fair That's enough. Fair. That's fair. Arizona, Tennessee. Oh, man. This is a good one. I'm going to say Tennessee. I, I think Derrick Henry, Tannehill, Julio, A.J. Brown, they just have more weapons. I yep. mean, and that, that defense is not top tier, but it's not awful either. I'm going to go with the team that's going to have this year's MVP on it, and I'm going with the Titans with Ryan Tannehill. All right, I like that. I have Tannehill in one league, and I draft him for a reason. I think A.J. Brown and um, Julio Jones give him massive upside and potential. So I'm going to Tennessee. San Fran, Detroit. Oh, yeah. San Francisco. San Francisco. 100%. I mean, they're coming off the, one, of the most, <laughs> that, one of the most injury-riddled uh, seasons I've ever seen. But, uh, yeah. 49ers. Uh, Kansas City, Cleveland. Browns. I'm going for the Browns. Uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. I want to. I really want to pick Cleveland, but I don't think. Mahomes is, I think, undefeated in the month of September so far. So And it ends to the Browns. All right. This week. Broncos, Giants. Giants. Broncos. Oh, Mm. Oh, he's I'm hesitating. My gut says they're going to look like complete crap tomorrow. And part of me says they're going to shock me and actually look good. So you know what? Screw it. Go the Giants. Go blue, baby. Green Bay, New Orleans. Green Bay. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty it's confident. The it's, yeah, gotta it's, it's the Packers. It's the last dance season in Green Bay. Yeah. It's got to be the Packers there. And AFC East, Miami, New England. That is such a tough game. because I, I don't like either of these teams, but... Um, I'm, I'm going to say Miami. Yep, it's two a time. I think Mac Jones pulls off the upset. I think he was near starter for a reason. He's going to show up in one wide tomorrow. Hmm. Bears, Rams. Rams. Rams, definitely. I'm going for the Bears. Really? I'm think, going for the Bears. You think the Red Rifle can carry them to a win? He's going to surprise some people, for sure. No, my bold prediction is to get benched at halftime. <laughs> wow. wow, that is pretty bold. Complete opposite of what Brandon just said. I don't know. I don't know what Matt Nagy's thinking. Listen, the Rams, if they do one thing, if they're good at one thing in particular, it's not fulfilling expectations. So it's the Bears. No, yeah, he's right. All right, Ravens, Raiders, Ravens, 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 Ravens. for sure, hundred percent. All right, those are our game picks. That's our fantasy advice for all of you. Again, hope we get more questions next time. We love helping you guys out, and hopefully, Edan's here next time, so we have another input. On fantasy, and you get to hear his horrible takes. They're really bad. Very bad. They're very bad. You already had a hint with the Kyle Pitts one in Ridley, so get ready for more. And the Corey Davis. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next Saturday. All right. See ya.